Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Chop Sports Daily. Coming to you live from the flipping Made Easy studio right here in beautiful, rainy garbage, Matawan, New Jersey. And, of course, broadcasting live from the beautiful, luxurious Cabinet Creations Sports Desk. It is Sturge. It is Gooch. It is Dina behind the glass and A4 back in the house. Uh, we've put Rob on administrative leave without pay. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, Rob's at the DMV. Rob, Rob's at Satan's asshole right now uh, because that is the worst place uh, in the history of places. I think the DMV has surpassed all places uh, to be the very yeah, pitfall like, like of the, America. Before pre-pandemic, the DMV was garbage. Post-pandemic, mid-pandemic DMV, Hell. I won't even visit. Well, I thought for a while you had to schedule things. So it was like... Yeah, I'm not even sure how it works. But, but I'm saying that was a good thing for the pandemic. Like, you had to, like, schedule a slot. And if you couldn't get in, you couldn't get in for, like, four months. So then you couldn't drive anymore for four months. Yeah, but so in any event... Um, Rob's it's, at the DMV. In yeah. any event. Huh? Rob's at Rob the, the DMV. So there's a lot Not to get so into short. today. A very big show for Chop Sports because later on we are going to finally dive very heavily into the internet sensation known as the Savannah Bananas, ladies and gentlemen. I know you guys have been watching all of their clips online, on uh, you know, on the social medias, on everything, and um, we finally landed one of their uh, starting primo uh, ace pitchers, and that will be none other than Kyle Lewigs. He'll join us later on uh, after we do our thang here. Uh, we want to join. Uh, thank everybody for joining us today. Uh, looking at the comments real quick. Ashley was in there first. There's your medal. Uh, then you got AJ, Chris Payne, Scoop. Um, yeah, so we're excited. New lighting. I know you guys are talking about the lighting right now, making us pop right in front of your face. Uh, so that's a cool thing. Uh, the second cup of coffee was definitely not the right idea uh, because I'm now I'm starting to itch. Well, the thing but about the coffee and Dave is that you're supposed to sip it. I, I don't sip second one definitely. Mm -hmm. Dave's out here taking shots of full mug yeah, of I don't, coffee. I don't do I don't do that's like me going out for a beer. That never happens. They're no, like, you want to come out for a beer? I'm like, yeah, sure. No. And then like 18 gonna, beers later, saying, I'm like, I guess I'm good I to go. Saying, home. I know tomorrow's supposed to be a busy day. And I'm glad the Yankees got postponed. That sucks. Which we'll get I, into. The yeah, Yankees officially sucks. were postponed and their game is no Good for them Thursday. to finally do that ahead of so nobody traveled yes, to the yes, game. So nobody exactly. And good for them to do that ahead of because now I could get off the idea of going out to MJ's at one o'clock when we should be working here <laughs> well yeah. i mean i mean we have the yes network here but that was going to be my suggestion anyway oh but, but anyway this is removed from tomorrow's it is removed. docket we what's will, not maybe removed revisit that friday what's not removed is my flight to alaska but i will be on the show tomorrow uh and then uh handsome rob will be shake, uh, taking over on friday uh to join gooch now this is all all happened you know all this actually happens i got alerts today that some of the flights were canceled, not because of the weather, but like, I guess Air Alaska's on some kind of strike or something like that. This so, this has happened before. Yeah. So, all of a sudden, I'm thinking, like, maybe I won't be going to Alaska. We'll find out. Uh, but anyway, if you guys are watching this show and you want to support Chop Sports, do so by going over to patreon.com forward slash Chop Sports. That is the way to help us out, help us grow. Uh, we, like I said, me and him dove into it the other day and we're like, we looked at the list of people, we're like, man, this is great. You know, this is great that these guys are supporting the show month in and month out. Uh, so we really appreciate that. There are increments between three, five, and ten dollars. Uh, different things are offered. Promo codes off the merchandise. Obviously, the summer events that we got going on here. Uh, June twenty sixth, we'll be doing the Chop Chop Sports BQ. Um, so we'll do that in in June. I know there's a Yankee game that we're trying to get to. Now, just so everybody knows, this Yankee game is literally me and Chris going to the Yankee game. 
if you want to join us, yeah, no, we're there's join be, us. It's not like no, like, let's it's not let's as organized as you. Is there, right? It's not just me and Dave with two Yankee tickets going and saying, "Hey, come." Drink we tried that last year; it didn't work. <laughs> what we're gonna do is I'm gonna get a bunch of tickets, or at least get money from people for a bunch of tickets because I'm not putting out all the money. 0% I mean, yeah. I mean, we go to one of those like uh, those uh, Mastercard. And days what we'll where do is we'll bucks. get a big group together, and we'll be there. And we'll have a group sitting together. And then if you want to come join the tailgate, you can. But Knicks we'll talk style. more about that as we Knicks go. Knicks game style. Closer. Yes. So same yeah. thing with the, like we did for the Knicks. We'll, th- we'll get into the Knicks later on because tonight's the biggest night of the year uh, for the Knicks. But we'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, a couple things. Obviously, Dat Chat, if you guys are interested in a brand new social media platform, uh, Dat Chat is actually kind of making moves. They're doing stuff into the – now, look, I got to educate myself on this. I have no idea what this metaverse thing is. I guess it's like a virtual reality person. It's almost like The Sims, I guess, has come to life. You get to make a Sims character. I'll give you the, and best, the best way to break it down is like Grand Theft Auto. Great. So you're going to be beating up cops and you're stealing like cars. In another, it's an, you're in another <laughs> Sorry, world. Pain. You're in another world. Essentially, just to give an idea, a loose idea. You actually what, dove into this like just to see what it was about? Kind of, because totally McDonald's lost. made some announcement saying that you're going to be able to go in in the metaverse and order McDonald's with your character in the metaverse, and it'll be brought to your house. In real, in the real verse, I just feel like that's more complicated than life really needs to be. I was just gonna say, go on Uber Eats and just order it instead of making yourself like, oh, I gotta get dressed. I, I think which dress do I select? I don't think, and I don't. <laughs> what think are we that, doing? Here? I don't think that they're trying to gear this towards us. I think that if you look at the younger generation, that's all they do anyway. My nieces, nephews, Roblox, this, that, you know, oh, coding, they're in their own little metaverse shit. or whatever you want to call that. So. That's just where society is headed. It has nothing to do with us old folk, though. Scary. Scary you. times. <laughs> because I'm telling you, one day we're just like we're going to be sitting here doing our show and some digital character is going to walk through the front door. Like, hello, I Wally? am from Metaverse. And I'm like, what the fuck? And just, you know, we got to take it out. It reminds me of like the movie Wally. Like people are all just going to be like floating around in recliners. I'm thinking <laughs> that's really funny. I'm thinking of um, uh, which McCall? Um, the Jetsons. That now, where I was thinking of iRobot, all of a uh-huh. sudden they turn on us and like we need Will Smith to smack them. <laughs> you know, see how that works out. It all plays out. I see what you did there. Uh, yeah, see what I did there. Uh, so, yeah, so we're going to be joined by Kyle in a little bit. Very excited. Kyle Lewigs, their star pitcher of the Savannah Bananas. Uh, big news out of the NFL because they just love giving out money. Uh, and that is the bag that was secured by one Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs um, uh, has signed a, a massive deal. Uh, worth a shit ton of money, and he's getting the bag. So that deal is four years, $104 million, and it's $70 million guaranteed. So remember, Cowboys Nation, there was an hour or two of time last year where we looked at the fact that Trayvon Diggs tweeted out, hey, I would love to play with my brother. I'm like, Trayvon's going so to Buffalo? It's confirmed that after the yeah. fifth-year option is picked up, Trayvon Diggs will test the market and join the Buffalo Bills. That's confirmed so check back in five years four years uh for for that breaking news <laughs> so <laughs> stefan diggs gets the bag that solidifies obviously the bills offense i mean josh allen it puts the bed it's a lot of, of money rumors. going over there bro it's hey man you saw what these i'm saying with allen and him oh my god i talked about it a couple weeks ago that you're either going to see stefan diggs completely unhappy with a situation where i where i think there was rumblings of that Stefan Diggs might be on his way out of buffalo buffalo's fielding offers all this bullshit that the media puts out or maybe his agent puts out but it got him paid nonetheless. And did you good, see good for Buffalo? Yeah. Good for Diggs because it would have been a shame Absolutely. to do all they're doing and lose their guy. Did you see by any chance uh, DK Metcalf? Like there was a bunch of like rumors being thrown around, obviously still out there about being traded. And he retweeted one of them and like said, like, this is false as per and he added himself. <laughs> 
That's I mean, perfect. I love, I love that. Kind I love of when shit. players are starting to do this because with Twitter now, and I shouldn't say now, for the last decade plus, the players have their own voice and their own outlet, and that's always a good thing because the media, we know what they're about. Yeah, we absolutely do. Um, I, I saw in the comments Nick Smith came in asking if we were doing the um, the Woodbridge Police hockey game again. Uh, yes, we will be doing the uh, first responder. What was it? First responders cup? No. Yeah. No, something else. Was it that? It was. Okay, great. Nailed it. One shot. Sure. Uh, so we'll be doing that game again. I'll also be doing Roster Garbana. <laughs> <laughs> he'll be really, if he sees the show, he'll be very excited to hear that. That Gian, Which one? Our isn't, guy. There, isn't there a several? There's two uh, Roster Garbanas. Yeah. Yeah, That's Gian a hockey is one name, bro. It is a hockey name. There's a bunch of hockey names. And our, of course, our guy, Sean. Basinger, doctor, is in the building. Uh, he'll probably do that uh, game as well. Uh, also, I'll be doing the uh, – if you join me too, we'll, we'll work it all out, this, uh, the, the logistics of it. But we got ourselves booked for the Woodbridge Police versus the Woodbridge High School uh, staff charity basketball game. That's for the Relay of, uh, for Life. So we'll be doing that. And there's wow. no – listen, no pay. I don't, I don't want know, any pay. I, I just who, want more gold I don't know cards. Who to root for. There, was a, there was a time in my life when I was like 16 where I was like, I hate all Woodbridge cops <laughs> and I hate all teachers, right? So now I got to go sit down. Wow, are you torn? Right? You are torn. <laughs> what am I going to do? No, yeah, right. Um, I've grown up since and now I, I love all you guys. So we're good. Yeah, so we're all thanks friends for the gold now. Cards. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> thanks for the gold cards as well. As I was pulled over the other day for doing a buck 50 and I was like, yo, take this, bro. I'm just kidding. I don't try that face. What is a gold card? I've heard uh, you guys talk about it before. It's like a, it's a like a, you know what a PBA card is? No. Wow, this it's late, honestly, this one it's, is it's far just, over It's here. worth a lot of money. <laughs> it's worth a lot of money. That's the best way to describe it. It gets you out of tickets. So it's like a get out. Doesn't get, get you out, out of jail, jail. free card. But no, listen, if, you, if you're an asshole, you're going to jail. Look, there's situations like, where if you bring out your gold card, you should get slapped because if you fucking do something really bad, yeah, like you should not put that on the guy. If you're drunk driving and you're like totally banged up, which you shouldn't be doing anyway, but if you like all of a sudden I'm like, I got your gold card. And they're like, we're like, that's funny. Get in the back of the car. You're under arrest. So <laughs> is it mean? like representative of who gave it to you? Yes. It says okay. we're immediate family of the member of the okay. police. Yeah. So we're, it's a, yeah, it's a get out of jail free card. So <laughs> honestly, that's what it's all about. So we talked about the Yankees being postponed already. I do want to touch on one thing that was very very excited about uh, because I'm a massive Terrell Owens fan. Apparently, the 48-year-old Hall of Famer will be joining the Zappers in the fan-controlled football league. Is that is that Manziel's team or is that, that is Manziel's team? So he will be catching passes from Johnny Manziel in efforts to try to get back into the league. A 48-year-old Terrell Owens is going to try to get back into football. I love. There's this. two things that blow my mind right now. One is that Terrell Owens is already 48. That. That is he age, really? It, it ages us. It ages us. Is Terrell Owens really forty eight? Very forty eight. I, I very much wrote forty eight down, bro. That is fucked up. To settle down, bro. Stop. Right? <laughs> no, don't settle also, down. Play. Also, play. Also, To at forty eight. I still believe that To is good for like four catches a game. A hundred percent, yes. And I know that there's a lot that comes. And he'll go over the middle. In, but To is also going to put a hat on a hat. Right, and he's going to block. He might complain after the play that he didn't get the, the ball. He might get a fifteen yard. But he's still going to block. Fact. And and if he breaks something, he's going to play anyway. And he's fifty, and I can't believe it. Uh-huh. I can't believe To is forty eight years old. Uh, Rob's actually coming in from the DMV, saying, um, "Hey, Dave, you're going to have Cap and To on the Cowboys next year. Everybody relax, okay? That's not happening." Um, Scoop coming in, uh, Gooch or forty eight creator? <laughs> Gooch at forty eight or To at forty eight? Who's better? 
A where's dominate. The, where's the dominant? A dominate. Um, anyway, Tio is probably the greatest athlete in history of sports. Before we get into. Not uh, really, but I do want to bring up one thing, though, before we get off the contract talks and things like that. Oh, Jose okay. Ramirez did sign a, a, oh, massive a hefty deal. deal. Bag. Five year, $125 million contract extension. Uh, it includes a full no trade clause. He's only 29 years old. It's the right time to get paid. And hopefully this is trending towards what kind of contracts we will start to see. And the Yankees don't have to give Judge that 10 million, uh, 10 year deal. But um, good for the Guardians. Yeah. I, I was talking to Jimmy Palumbo. He goes, how long will it take me to start calling them the Guardians? I said, Jimmy, you'll be six feet under before you actually try to get used to it. So, wow. All They're right, the so Cleveland Indians. They will always be the this Cleveland is Indians. Actually, this, is, this is also kind of crazy, too. The Indians slash Guardians. Um, the highest contract that they've ever given out in their team's history was a three-year, $60 million Pedro Serrano. to Edwin Encarnacion. Oh. <laughs> All right. Right. So they more than doubled that. It's like actually like 250%. They need a face the, of that franchise. And so that's, that's what just, just not did. something that the Guardians have typically done. So maybe with the changing of the name, there's a changing of the guard. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> God damn. All right. So no He's more. He's here that. all day. Every day, most of the day, I am. I am. I'm actually leaving at two today. But oh, maybe a little, all right. Well, he's yeah. here till two today. Um, all right. Well, anyway, before we get into the, the the some of the meat and potatoes of this episode, I definitely want to say something. I was driving home yesterday from the gym, and I heard on Carton and Roberts, uh, which you could find on WFAN, which you could be a fan or not. I'm, I'm not a fan of Roberts. I'm a big fan of Carton. Um, there is a new uh, stadium snack. Uh, to be debuted at baseball games. And I'm here to, did you hear about this? I did not. Okay. Well, did you hear about this, Ann? No. Okay. No, nothing. Oh, I'm breaking news to you guys. This is great because I hate it here. I hate it on this universe because ladies and gentlemen, coming in 2022 to select ballparks, probably all ballparks, Cracker Jills, the response to Cracker Jacks, what? because women need to be empowered uh, by a candy. And that's happening. They have characters lined up. They've met like all races and and the Cracker Jills. The best part about all this, they thought the Jack part of Cracker Jacks was the offensive part. <laughs> Can we pause for a second? Like, I'm sorry, we we didn't want to go away from the Cracker word, but again, that doesn't offend me. Doesn't offend him. No, doesn't offend anybody. I'm, first of all, I'm impossible. Literally <laughs> impossible woman. to offend me. Yeah. So let me get the ask for that. I was going to say, get me in the workplace, even out my wages, do all that shit, so, whatever. So but if Cracker you're like, Jills, if you're is that like, happening? If you really like Cracker Jacks, though, and you're up at the and you're up at the concession stand, and you're like, damn it, I want those Cracker Jacks, but there's so many people around. Are they going to judge me because I get Cracker Jacks instead of Cracker Jills? Or does nobody actually give a shit? Because I don't give a shit. Dave doesn't give a shit. I think the only people that give a shit are nobody. Like, who actually cares? Right. Yeah, I can't. I, it's to, just incredible that they've wow. done this. Are they going to give away prizes? Can I, I don't know, can but I this, start, this look, I could go so many ways with this. Oh, and I dude, feel like I feel like none of them are going to the be first, good the for first my image. way. The first way I'll go is the seventh inning stretch. You got to change the verbiage of the song. Take me out to the ball game. Blah blah blah. blah. Buy me some peanuts and gonna... cracker chills. Um, are we serious? Man. Holy shit! When I read, I, I I wanted to pull over. I was like, this, I'm gonna like what what the. <laughs> Fudge, are we talking about here? Cracker Jills. I was, this is where we're I was literally thinking the same thing just now. Oh. I was like, what the fuck are What's we next, Jack about? Daniels? No, but I will tell you what was it next already. Ready? Ready for this? Johnny Walker? That happened. The best whiskey in the world? Johnny Walker Blue? Jane Walker. No. Yes. 
Welcome to the metaverse, um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. This is happening. There's so many ways I could I go agree, with this, Janine. and none of them are good for my image. Yeah, Shanine so, from Absolute Eyewear coming yeah. in. It's embarrassing. I get this is a dangerous topic for me because I don't actually care one way or another, but I struggle to pass the opportunity at a really good joke, and I have a lot right then, now. Then then roll them off. Go. No, go, no, go. no, 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 no. Get it's us terrible. canceled. Hurry up. Get us kicked off the air. Uh, but this is uh, yeah, it's just incredible. When I heard that, I was like, this is. Like, we're, what's next, honestly? And when I say what's next, now I'm not surprised at anything. When you because were, Jane Walker, Jane Walker. Your mic's not on, by the way, but just speak anyway. Go ahead. Yeah. No, no, no. It's not a full-on rebrand, but it's like one more extra whiskey. You know, you want John. Hey, uh, can, can you imagine going up to the bar? And being tough and be like hey, everyone in the Jane comments, Walker Blue. everyone in the it's comments, like, and what? everybody here is like, "What's next? What's next?" And the only thing I could think about is like, "What's the next topic?" Because <laughs> I don't give a shit about Cracker Jills or Joe Walker. Uh, Christine Gooch from the Ark. Yeah. <laughs> Over here. So the corner. So anyway, we're going into uh, some of the bigger things that have happened uh, over the last couple of days. We read some articles uh, about. New technology being introduced to baseball, shocker, because they can't leave it alone. Uh, and that's the sign-stealing technology that they decided to incorporate immediately. Um, and from what we've heard from Tony La Russa, who's also a fossil, and also uh, Aaron Boone, also a fossil, you know, like, it's it's like, what, what exactly are we talking about here? You know what I mean? Like, we're totally in the realm of technology taking over baseball and it just so happens that we get to talk about this on a day that we're going to be joined by one of the aces of the savannah banana so maybe we can go into that in a little bit when he joins us but listen this sign stealing technology apparently is like a quarterback wristlet right it's like a and i don't even know where it's coming from is it coming from the catcher is it coming from the dugout like where, where are we is this eliminating all of the technology I would, imagine, or the signs? I would imagine it's coming directly from the person who's giving the signs in the dugout typically is now just doing it on a, on a board. So the catcher has to do less. Um, the catcher does have to do less. I don't know if it's going to, to the catcher, to the pitcher. So there's a lot of things that I got to figure you imagine out. Imagine if but, that gets hacked. But honestly, <laughs> there was comments made by Higashioka that was talking about this. And Higgy, by the way. Higgy, baby. Added muscle. Go ahead. Um, or actually, it was Severino. Because they used it in their past Saturday's game. They did. And Severino told reporters through a translator, I would imagine, um, that I think it was great. I was a little doubtful at the beginning, but when we started using it, it was really good. With a man on second, too, I would definitely like to use it in my first start of a regular season. You know what pitch you're going to throw right away. So there's no shaking off signs, I guess. Like, what if you're like, yeah, no, you're uh, like hold on, let me test the hit back. A button. It's like, <laughs> this fuck, isn't going to work. I'm not feeling this pitch, bro. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Like, and no, it's like, no. no. Could you imagine Max Scherzer like it, it wigging out? He would fucking. He would freak the fuck out, bro. <laughs> and I'm I'm here for it. I hope Max Scherzer's uh watch breaks in the middle of the start, <laughs> and then the ump makes him drop his pants on his way out of the. You know what this also eliminates? It, it does eliminate the the fact that like when there's a man on second base, like you no longer have to switch the signs. Like when somebody can actually see your sign. So like this does it might change speed up the game a little bit in also, that they're also saying that they're giving the players an option so if you're a catcher and you're and you just don't want to do it so it'll be like me when i went back to middlesex at like 35 everyone's <laughs> taking notes with their laptop and i'm fucking writing i'm writing my notes and i'm like yo could you slow down bro and everybody's like <laughs> hey, touch professor, typing can everything. you go over the whole you're first gonna part have, of it you're gonna have like uh some old pitcher i guess jamie moyer type come back he's gonna be like nah bro i don't use that right <laughs> this is impression 
tradition dies hard in the sport of baseball. And as we talk about tradition in baseball, I can't wait to get this interview going. Bro. Yeah, because dude, I, I, I have so many questions for this It is whole literally situation. what's revolutionizing the game, you know, of baseball down in Savannah, Georgia. And, before I, we, I, and yes, I use the Southern twang for no reason we, whatsoever. Before we leave this whole sign stealing thing, and I think it's great. Look, if you see this all the time in, in society, not just sports, but look, there's a, a thing that's happening and people are cheating and then you find out a way to counteract that. So it's basically the Major League Baseball's version of like the antivirus or the whatever you want to call it, like a virus protection for your computer. Um, sure. Identity theft. Good way there's to all these it. things that are out there and that's this is their version to counter that. So good on Major League Baseball for kind of brushing over, over the tradition and getting things right for once. Now. Um, as we're talking about the sign stealing scandal, I can't not bring up the fact that um, the Yankees were just filed another appeal to have a document kept sealed that would indicate or prove the fact that they also were involved in the sign stealing. I don't scandal. believe it, but go ahead. I don't believe it, but <laughs> usually when there's smoke, there's fire, and the Yankees, maybe it's because the media just takes things and runs with it, and they know that it's a false report, so they want to keep it under wraps. But at the same time, the Yankees are putting a lot of money and a lot of resources into keeping this story uh, under the rug. And all the while, you could bring up that next graphic, Dina, because all the while, ah, yes, our boy, we have Cashman speaking on the Yankees World Series drought, and he speaks directly to the point. And let me find it real here, real quick. As you have fifteen um, yeah, no. fucking papers. The only <laughs> thing this is this is Cashman on being asked about the Yankees World Series drought since '09. The only thing that stopped us was something that was so illegal and horrific. So I get offended when I start hearing we have been we haven't been to the World Series since 09 because I'm like, well, I think we actually did it the right way. Pulled it down. Easy. Brought it back up. <laughs> drafted well, traded well, developed well, signed well. The only thing that derailed us was a cheating circumstance that threw us off. Now, yeah, that's, um, that's such a brutal quote. Two things about this. One, Please when stop. I first heard the quote, I was like, there's just no way that Cashman said that. That's very unjeeter like of you, Brian. You shouldn't be, you know, take notes. All right, from the first name captain. basis, by the way. You cannot. Um, <laughs> You can't throw shade in that way publicly. You could talk about that with your team. You could talk about the reasons, but it just seems like a cop-out to me. Mm -hmm. And the Yankees would have had to get through the, the very formidable Dodgers in that series as well. So there's no guarantees that they win the World Series regardless. I do believe they were a better team than the Astros, though. Now, um, I just think it's just – I couldn't believe it was true. It is true. It's un-Yankee-like. Um, it's, it's not just un -like. Like, It's just and like it's for also us to be very, like very hypocritical to be talking about something like this. Oh, we drafted well, we signed well. But you're not the only team in the league that has drafted well and signed well that hasn't won a goddamn thing in 10 years. You know, that's part of it. That's what makes it so hard. It's just a standard in New York is World Series are bust all the time. So I, that's why I it's know, such a I know polarizing that, thing. I know that people are completely against the cheating thing. But it's hard to be completely against the cheating thing when you, you – Cast stones constantly, which I've done for five years. Last year, the Yankees have Garrett Cole on their team, and it comes out that he was cheating, right? So yes, at that point, stuff. at that point, I did a little soul searching and I assessed the situation and I said, you know what? I just have to accept whatever it is that's going on. I'm gonna root for my team. I feel like the Yankees are cheating too. I feel like Major League Baseball cheaters, uh, players cheat across the board since the beginning of time, and they will always do so to create an edge. Bro, with all the bullshit that's come out with the sign stealing and things like that, mm -hmm. the fact that they still have to do it and come up with a countermeasure is just shows you how how aggressive these teams and organizations are at trying to find an edge. Because after everything that's come out and all the, the suspensions were levied or whatever you want to call it, you still have to counteract it. Like You can't just point to the fact and say, look, they got caught, guys. Stop doing it. No one's going to stop trying. Right. They have to do this. And that just lends to the point everyone's cheating. So – 
Anything else on, on baseball? On baseball, no. Uh, let's touch on the NBA real quick before we get into our uh, special guest who is patiently standing by right now, and I, and I can see him in the background, so he's doing his thing over there. We'll get to you in a second because it's a very, very big day for us to have you on. Um, so anyway, so last night, officially, the Lakers were eliminated from playoff contention. Hallelujah, no LeBron into the playoffs. So I'm excited about that because now I don't know. <laughs> now I don't know what LeBron's next move is. And I bring this question to one of the LeBron fans and stands of this company, Chris Gucci. Is LeBron a Laker next year? Or is he going to try to build this team to be a playoff team again and come back with a tweet in like three days? Like, we'll be back. And like, okay, cool. Or is he going back to Cleveland? Will he be an aging LeBron James in the garden and play for the Knicks? What are we getting out of LeBron next year? Because the Lakers now are done. So what's his contract? look like i don't think lebron's contract is up okay the, but is there anybody who's ever had a contract up that just gets to speak where they want to go and just go kyrie irving's uh con- i mean uh i don't Harden's know, contract I don't know. Wasn't up. uh image wise it's tough to to push your way out of la you know for anybody uh kobe tried to do it and it ended up getting him pal gasol from jerry west like jerry west was so desperate to keep kobe in la mm-hmm. that he gave jerry uh gave pal gasol to the lakers for free which that was after the NBA botched the Chris Paul situation. So that's oh, a yeah. story altogether. Oh, I totally forgot. I but forgot yeah, I that. mean, LeBron at this age, I don't know that there's going to be anybody that's clamoring to give up a, a bunch of capital for his services and then give him an extension or pay him all that. Kyle money. says one more year on LeBron. So contract. he's got one more year in his contract. There's no way that LeBron leaves LA. It's, it just doesn't happen. They're paying him a ton of money. As much as he's been, they're not winning. He is still the face of the, the league face of the franchise it so what moves sense. is gm lebron gonna make because you know he's gonna make some moves well russ is gone start there An aging russell um, westbrook to the mix if you could somehow get his doctorate <laughs> if you could somehow get his doctorate in the offseason and learn how to fix anthony davis's health issues <laughs> then maybe that's another move that uh, go back to school GM LeBron. lebron could make but at this current juncture i feel like the lakers they did a poor job constructing that team they should have get kept Schroeder at seven million a year, even though they did offer him a ton of money. They in the did, season. and he said bye bye. But what I a feel smart like move I now. feel like instead of getting Russ Westbrook, they could have had Schroeder for one tenth the price, and they would have been in the exact same position with some money to spend and, mm. and get better. But anyway, uh, the Lakers are whack. The, the Lakers the are playoffs. Whack. You know who's not whack? The New York Knicks, because I know they're eliminated from the playoffs. But before we get into that, we do have to talk about the East because the East is actually crystallizing right now. In a certain way, but if you're looking at the screen right now, look at the two, three, and four. Ladies and gentlemen, it is tied all the way through. There is literally 46, 76. I don't know if those are the right. I, I think the, the 76 should be 49. So 49 and 30. There's three uh, games fuck. left. Three games Who left. Look at these graphics. I know this guy over here. Three games left, right? And they're literally deadlocked. deadlocked. So the last three games are going to be pivotal for all these teams. But the crazier part is, and, and, and look, it seems like the Heat, will probably lock the one. They need a win. They need a win or a win or and or a combination of a loss by any of the other three teams. I do want to say this. The Brooklyn Nets, who, who play tonight, we'll get into that in a second, uh, are, you know, right now they're playing as the eight seed. So the, they'll literally be playing in the playing game. They have a chance to either play the Cavs, the Hawks, or the Hornets. So three options at the playing game, right? Now, if you win your playing game, you'll be moving on. And you'll either be playing... Boston, the Bucks, or the Sixers. Yeah. So all of a sudden, no easy road. Now if they lose, 
if the, the Brooklyn Nets lose their playing game, they get another chance because NBA, why not just give everybody every every chance in the book? If that happens, then they and they win that game and get in as the last, they'll be playing the Heat. There is no easy road for the Brooklyn Nets, yeah, and I'm here for there's it. There's no easy road for any of these teams. It's finally we're at a point now where I feel like the Eastern Conference is a stronger conference in the NBA. I mean, never, it hasn't been like that in my entire life. The West has a, a playing game that's about 15 games behind the Knicks. The, uh, Knicks are the, the West right now, the 10 seed is nine games under yeah, 500. So that's not a good Get situation. Are we you got to fix the NBA playoffs for that aspect of it. But right now, as it stands, the Heat won five in a row. They're they're steamrolling their way into the postseason. Um, the Celtics and the Sixers are both two and one in their last three, or the Sixers might be even three and oh. The Bucks, though, on the other hand, they were in the front, they were in the driver's seat just three days ago, and now they've dropped two out of their last three. Mm-hmm. Um I'm not sure. All I know is I'm hoping that we get a Brooklyn Philly round one matchup so we could see James Harden. So in order for that to happen, Philly would have to finish as the two and then the Nets would have to win their playing game. And then there you have it. Two versus seven done. Yes, that would be ideal for me. Um, Now, if I'm being honest, I think the easiest path, and I hate to say this because I do like the heat and I think their head coach is maybe the best one in the NBA. um, But I feel like the heat out of those three teams, the, the Nets might have their best chance beating Miami. I don't know why I'm saying that. I'm just well, saying, you said that their their roster is if I'm looking at the, the rosters, I think look, star power wise, I think maybe the roster is the weakest, but they have shooters, they have good size down low, they got guys that know how to defend on the perimeter. So I look at their roster and I'm like, oh, that's not really the best roster mm. because it's lacking that that one star. But they have a ton of good players and their coach. I like I said, I think their coach is the best in the league. Um, so I, mean, I think the Nets' easiest path, though, might be the Heat in terms of the way they So play. they would have to drop their playing game, win that double elimination game or whatever that's called, and then get to the eight seed. That's how they would finish with the eight seed. So it's going to be fun. But the best part about all of this is tonight, baby. Tonight, the New York Knicks host the Brooklyn Nets. And now while the Knicks are completely eliminated and done for, okay, and that is the ghost of Ben yeah, Simmons, by the way. Yeah, seen Ben Simmons yet. since yeah, ben, trade, ben Simmons so. is officially not there. Uh, so it is Kevin Durant. It is Kyrie Irving's debut at the Garden at the Mecca tonight. R.J. Barrett drops 50 points, and the no. Knicks win. Bro, no, what are you talking about? It no, no, says no. it right there. No, 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 no. The I'm going to tell you. That Kyrie's going to drop no, 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 50. No, 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 no. He's going to be on lock. I've been a Kyrie fan since day one. Yeah. <laughs> fucking guy no i gotta admit though i've i've definitely come around on Kyrie in the in the last year got to admit it based off his stance not his play well he's always been great i never denied the fact that he was great at basketball but i'll stop going after Kyrie's playoff uh team playoff success when he's not in the lineup as opposed to when he is in the lineup for whatever reason Kyrie's so it's so funny kyle's bringing this up nick's win total still alive at 38 after all that the knicks could still push to hit their over no they could still push what? Oh, I thought I thought I thought so they that was... could they could just like you could just not bet if they win everything, which they're going to lose tonight, so it's irrelevant. Um, oh, still push. I just thought like effort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> like they could keep pushing. So no, I guess push. this is the oh, NBA, like the Jazz last This night. is the Sons this is the Knicks version of Game Seven of the NBA Finals, and it just so happens that the Nets need the game as well. So yeah. it's good for New York basketball. They get their little swan song, but. Nobody outside of apparently Rob Bohannon and Dave give a shit about the Knicks. That's not true. Kyle Kyle. does. Dina does. Knicks Nation. We're coming out. Bing bong. We're going to beat up on the Nets tonight. It's going to be great. And they're going to not. They're going to be fucking. I know they're locked in, but I want to take their momentum. I want to take their soul. I got got Rob Bohannon in the comments. uh, Wrestling Rob, who's usually with us, uh, saying that I think Eric Spolster is the best coach in the NBA. Now, I said. 
possibly. And yes, I'm a big fan of Spolstra. Everybody gave him shit because the team he inherited with the big three. Mm. But look what he's done since all those stars left. He's had the he's had the heat back in the finals. He's had them at the one seed with an underman roster. I'll give him the credit now. I won't give him the credit for when LeBron, Bosh, and Wade were there. But look, then why does Phil Jackson get all the credit? Look at the teams he's won with. I mean, he also <laughs> he also imploded the Knicks. <laughs> like, well, case in point, you put put Phil Jackson in a situation where he doesn't have Michael Jordan, Shaq, Kobe, Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman. <laughs> yeah, I guess you and maybe he's not the best coach either. All right, you know. We'll see. Don't forget Janine. She cares. Too. Oh, don't forget about Janine. Speaking of, I can't see the uh, yes, the comment can. because I don't have my glasses yet, Janine. So I have to make ah, it a That's a perfect plug to say, go on over to Absolute Eyewear. And if you say Chop Sports at Absolute Eyewear, you can get $100 off. None of this, oh, we'll give you a couple percentage points here or that. No, no, no. $100 off. I need new glasses as well. Thank God. This is why we got the, the massive TV off the wall <laughs> to put it right here so I can see this shit. Uh, but anyway. So before we get to our guest, which we're going to get to him in about two minutes, I do want to tell everybody at home right now that this show, I almost said podcast again, but again, it is a podcast, is being brought to you by the Fusco Insurance Agency. All right, part to you by the Fusco Insurance Agency. He's partnered up with Chaff Sports, very pumped about the, uh, the, the connection we have here. The Fusco Insurance Agency offers personal and commercial line, life and health insurance. Uh, they even help with retirement, employee benefit administration. If you need benefits in your small business, Boom, he's your guy. Tax season. We just, you know, we just filed our taxes. It's going to be great. We're going to get all this money back. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but the Prestige Tax Group will help you prep your taxes as well. He's got it all, guys. Bad credit. Guess what? Solve for that, too. Okay, he's got the fiscally fit credit repair. So, Chris, get on over there with your shit-ass credit. I'm kidding. Again, I have no idea about your financial status. So, but... Um. I'm going to need to go talk to him. Okay, then. <laughs> Dean is going to go over there. They offer exclusive plans, and Fusco's promise to you is that you cannot lose a dime. If you participate in the gains, you'll uh, you'll get some money back, so you never know. If you're looking for a blend of personal service and expertise, you've come to the right place. They offer a broad range of services for business owners and independent professionals. The rates are affordable, very experienced, and, of course, the best part about all this, he's a good dude. He's a good, good guy. So go check out FuscoInsuranceAgency.com. It's listed on your screen to find out about all the bells and whistles that uh, Mike offers. And of course, we can't go any episodes without talking to Chris about our boys over at Manscaped. Yes, yes, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, it is officially swamp ass season. So, <laughs> especially down in Savannah, Georgia. Before I'm you sure. guys go out there and drain your swamps, you need to go out there and trim the hedges of that swamp. So, <laughs> Jesus I know Christ. I know that we typically go over this in terms of how you're going to smell this and that, but today it's all about the size, bro. So for all you little <laughs> oh, dudes go. out there with your tiny little Savannah bananas dangling down in your <laughs> banana hammock, what we're going to need to do is we're going to have to take out the lawnmower 4.0 and yes, buzz do. through that shit because, boys, the girls don't want to see that shit. Get your asshole in line. Aisle five. <laughs> slather up some um, crop preserver ball deodorant. Kyle's about to hang up. together. <laughs> I can't do this shit. And go, okay, and, and go fucking smack dingers with the boys. <laughs> there right? you go. There's nothing worse than swamp ass in the middle of the Savannah summer. I can promise you that. So, guys, right. go out there. Check it out. Lawnmower 4.0. Um, also, also, don't use that on your face because Don't they use have. it on your face because I can't find where you put that word. But it does have the Plow, plow 2.0 razor, <laughs> and it sounds very, very, very sexual. So the Plow 2.0 <laughs> razor, you use it on your face. Guys, I promise you this is not off the dark web. This is off of manscaped.com. Use the promo code CHOPSPORTS, 20% off all the products. Boom, boom, boom and boom. boom. All right, Hashtag perfect. Taint Hashtag Taint Jungle. Get through that bad boy. 
You know, myself and Gooch are both getting a little older. One of the first things to go is your vision. Thank goodness for our hookup over at Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, right on Main Street next to the train station. They have glasses for all ages, all budgets. They have safety glasses, sports glasses. They are a full-service powerhouse offering eye exams and even free lenses for the kids. They work with BCBS, AAA, AARP, giving massive discounts. They're open five days a week, closed on Wednesdays and Sundays. Call 732-326-3937 to get your first pair of Ray-Ban, Burberry, Coach, Polo, you name it. They got it. Go see Craig and Johnine right now. Guys, behind every great sports fan is a spouse or a significant other that tirelessly puts up with us day in and day out, and sometimes they're even bigger fans than we are. At Shop Sports, we're all about helping all brands expand their business, and today we want to talk to you guys about a women's clothing company out of North Carolina called Lilac and Sage Boutique. Tell them, Dita. Lilac and Sage Boutique is a veteran-owned, LEL spouse-operated boutique based out of North Carolina. They were founded by those who serve. Their goal is to continue their service by providing affordable clothing to other hardworking women. They ship orders all over the world. They have all sorts of amazing styles, ranging from women's tops, rompers, to sundresses. I myself have already purchased way too many items, and I'm coming back for more. Guys, you have to act now, and at checkout, be sure to let them know you heard about them via Chop Sports by entering the code CHOP10 and get 10% off your purchase at checkout. Visit them online right now at www.lilacsageboutique.com and follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Lilac Sage Boutique and join their mailing list like I did so I don't miss any of their new arrivals. You heard it from the producer herself, ladies and gentlemen. Check out lilacsageboutique.com. All right, so... With that being said, we're not going to waste any more time, okay? Joining us right now is the Savannah Bananas star pitcher. He's the ace, the lowest ERA in the game. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Kyle Luigs. What's going on, bro? Hello, hello. Hello. Thank you guys for having me. It's another beautiful day here in Banana Land. It's actually not that hot, but I appreciate the concern from you guys. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> he heard, he heard right. the read. So, obviously, uh, dude, it's first of all, Thanks for joining us. It's been a, a year, two years, three years. This this team was founded in 2016, so it's been like six years. But the internet is a buzz lately, and I think that you guys have a lot to do with this. Now, for somebody that wants to go see baseball, right, and they, and they buy a ticket to the Savannah ba- uh, Bananas game, what are they coming to see, bro? Besides you, strike guys out literally left and right. They're coming to see some some really good baseball. Um, with a lot of antics thrown in in between, in between innings, in between sometime during innings, in between pitches, uh, a lot of different stuff going on with crowd involvement in the crowd, kind of keeping people engaged and entertained, and just some good baseball to wrap it all up in, in a tight little yellow bow for everybody. So, All right, so my first question is going to be this. Now, we all talk about unwritten rules at length in baseball, and <laughs> Those are out the I window honestly here. can't stand the unwritten rules. Some of them I get it. I like the fact that the game polices itself to a degree. Um, if you want to break the unwritten rule, then you might have to deal with the other unwritten rule coming back to bite you in the ass. So that's cool with me. But do you guys deal with any of that? I know that if I'm there's guys that play with a certain edge, and if somebody in the middle of their windup takes their shirt off, right, and then strikes me <laughs> out and then does the DX chop, you know, like I might be like, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, how do you how do you weather that? How do you storm? deal with that? Um, so the beautiful like so the things that everybody's seeing right now. So we have two different teams, is the best way to kind of translate it is we have a college summer league team which plays in the CPL, mm-hmm. uh, which is what I played for for the past four summers when I was in college. 
Um, so that team is a little bit more, they entertain, they do a lot of, a lot of stuff, but as far as kind of breaking unwritten rules or kind of doing the antics on the field kind of directed towards the other team, uh, you don't see as much as that there. Um, but the, what we're doing now, the premier team that we're playing for now, kind of the beauty in it is we're able to do all that kind of stuff with no reper repercussions because everybody, we play the same team. Each so, it's, so it's a very Harlem Globetrotter-esque type situation. When, yes. when in that regard, yeah. That's so cool. we had a so, we had a we had a giant tryout. Uh, was February twenty sixth, we held a one day tryout, and we probably had one hundred twenty, one hundred forty, forty players come out. That to was going to be my next question. And so we, <laughs> how do you get a Chris fucking, wants to be how a do you get an application, bro? <laughs> you see these jobs out there, and it's like, how do you become the ball boy of the Yankees? Like, can I get an application? Yeah. How do you how do you wipe up uh, Patrick Ewing's sweat off the <laughs> off Madison Square Garden floor? I want an application. I'm I'm quickly realizing that the Savannah Bananas, bro. I want a fucking application. <laughs> Wait, I could I could probably hook you guys up with that. Oh boy, oh, all right. Don't test us with a good time, man. So, I'm here for it. Yeah, absolutely. So obviously your baseball background, uh, you know, obviously a stud in college, and now you're you're pitching for the bananas. Um, do you find yourself now? I know this is a summer team, and and this is the premier show that's happening right now. Where do you see yourself? Like, what do you do? You still have the goals and aspirations to pitch in the bigs? Because I'm seeing that 13 players have signed major league deals off of the, the, some of these premier teams, so it's possible. And obviously, you're striving for that, right? You would have to assume. Definitely. I mean, uh, growing up as a kid, just like everybody else, I feel like that's everybody's goal. You know, once you get into like that diehard baseball motive, once kind of all the other sports fall off from you, just like mine did. Um, a lot of the guys that we're playing with now are all independent league guys. So they're guys that are trying to get pick up, picked up by affiliates. And uh, me and my counterpart, actually the catcher that you'll see in a lot of those videos, um, mm. our lives have kind of been very parallel for the past couple of years. I've lived with them at college and in the summers for like the past five or six years straight. Um, we always, we both had the same aspirations of going to play, you know, in the bigs and doing all that, they actually hired us full time. So we work for Bananas full time. Oh, cool. Half of our half of our job is playing for that the premier team that we're playing on right now, and then the other half is running camp kid camps in the fall and the summer. Oh, that's incredible. And so, like, I had these big aspirations to do that, but like, what I'm able to do every day, and like, what I can say that I do for a job is baseball. the best job in the world. So yeah, just, this isn't a job, bro. It's not baseball. a job. You're playing a kid's game right now. That's incredible. Yeah. So I mean, then, like. You answered a lot of the questions for me in terms of um, like, when does it turn off? Because I know that we see the social media things and I know like us being in some somewhat of production, we could kind of put out something that's 30 seconds long, but the whole game itself might be dead ass serious. So I was curious to know, like, you know, is it like a thing where it's like, all right, guys, this first inning, we're about to do some crazy shit. And then from there on out, we get serious. Or is there another aspect of it when you're kind of when they're picking the teams? I'm not maybe you don't have access to this information, but. Are they like this guy plays with a little bit too much of an edge? Like we, he might kick someone's ass out there. <laughs> we need somebody that's like uh, kind of just free spirited and willing to go out there and have fun. Would that be a knock, or they just want the best player as possible? Um, so definitely, it definitely takes a special person to play here. It's not necessarily like you know the best talent in the world. They definitely at that tryout, for example, like they'll pick people. Obviously, we want to put on a really good show and play a really good brand of baseball. But at the same time, they want somebody that can entertain and is not afraid to, you know, get out of their comfort zone. That's kind of what we're all about here. So whenever we hosted those tryouts, we we got a total of 40 people that we picked from that tryout. And then from there, we split those 40 guys up onto two two different rosters, the Bananas and the Party Animals. 
Um, so definitely it's hard for people. It's kind of hard for people to kind of slither through kind of that process of the tryout and be that person that's not going to be able to like take themselves too seriously and, and kind of retaliate in those situations. And that's also what allows us to do some of the antics on the field without getting any repercussions because we're all at the end of the day, we're all one big group. Yeah. We're after after the same goal to entertain all these big crowds that we're playing in front of. So everybody kind of gets the general gist of it of like, yeah, we're competitive at the end of the day and we want to win and we love baseball. But at the same time, we're all on the same mission of entertaining people. You know, once upon a time, uh, I had a job with a local team called the Somerset Patriots. <laughs> Independent League, I was the on-field host. So, okay. I, you know, to, the, to that extent, we had like – fucking mascots racing and shit yeah, and that was like the only like thing the that i got to like i was like this, this is, is fun like, this is like this when is kenny different. powers went down and played baseball in mexico <laughs> right, right. on eastbound and down that's the, the greatest equivalent that i could come up with with the savannah bananas um are there gonna be more teams yeah I, that's a great question coming from our producer dean i don't know if you heard her but she asked if does this expand like obviously the bananas and the party animals which by the way now i don't know man i might my allegiance obviously is with the bananas but party animals seems like a really good time <laughs> so <laughs> like I, I is there going to be any expansion to this league or these these games um so to answer but i wanted to answer the other question too i forgot what it was but i was going to answer that but i'll answer the first one when i think about that um it'll come to you <laughs> so basically we're having our first test run actually at the end of this tour we're playing in kansas city and we're actually not playing the party animals we're only taking the bananas and we're playing an independent league team out there we're playing the kansas city monarchs um, so that's kind of our first trial run to see like how everything goes, you know, with playing a different team. Obviously, awesome. we'll have that. We're going to play them in banana ball. So obviously we'll have the edge because we've played it and they have it. Now, now, now a lot of people don't understand what banana ball is. There are a couple things I wrote down. Like you, every inning is a point or something. If you win the inning, you win a point. There's no bunts. There's, you could steal first. This It's a little bit different than the game. We all what know. The hell America did I fans. see where there was a batter? batting righty and a batter batting lefty <laughs> at the same exact time and i'm thinking to myself like i'm scared out of my mind that a real that thing where the pitcher has to locate like maybe you throw that, the that actually brings in the point that i was going to talk about so before that i'll get into the banana ball rules but before that um so we have a a insanely awesome entertainment team from the guys that capture the content our video people um to our entertainment people that put together kind of so we have a script before every game um, so it has, it's broken down minute by minute of what we're doing before the game and then entertainment stuff that we're doing in the game. Um, so all of our coaches, our summer ball coaches that are real big baseball guys have laid a great foundation of how to separate yourself from the entertainment to playing, you know, a good brand of baseball. And they've come up with a motto, it's called flip the switch. So like there might be something in the script, like in the middle of the third inning for the second batter. I'm going to do something on the mound. So I need to know that I'm doing that and I need to be able to flip from, okay, I have one pitch where I need to do something silly or something that'll engage the crowd, like jerking or doing something stupid and then throwing a pitch and then translating over into being able to, you know, try and strike that batter out. Just And like still stay competitive. Yeah, exactly. So they, they, they really have a good feel of, because a lot of them are ba baseball background people that are in our enter entertainment industry. Mm -hmm. So they kind of help us, you know, like they're not going to demand too much or be like, you've got to do this, you've got to do that. And then a lot of stuff that you see, like you brought up, like the two guys hitting at once. A lot of that stuff is like that stuff's not scripted. That's it's just, just like kind of, it's kind of the guys have the yeah, guys having improv, fun with it. we'll call it. And mm -hmm. uh, the guy, I think how it happened was I wasn't pitching, thankfully. Um, <laughs> one of the guy, 
one of the guys came up to grab the bat that he was on deck and he came to grab the bat while the guy was walking up to the plate and it just kind of struck him. He was like, Hey, well, like what if for the first pitch of this at bat, I just kind of stood in and we were both on both sides of the plate. <laughs> And that's kinda, I'm more that's, worried about both guys swinging at well, the that's same what it would be. It would be like you know, like, the pitcher oh, doesn't Christ. know which guy's the active batter that's right. Right. <laughs> in a given pitch. So it's like one guy's just taking all the way, and one guy's actually looking to be the hitter, and that could switch on the next pitch. I think that's yeah. an insane concept, and I'm there for that as well. Um, Chris is on. Chris has been in this wet before we even discovered the bananas. Like he was thinking about these rules that well, he can no, yeah, incorporate bro, forever. First, like I've been on the bananas train since last year, right? Like, <laughs> and I've watched it grow exponentially over the course of the year and when baseball was kind of on strike or whatever dealing with the lockout i was like that was where i was getting my entertainment from i was seeing guys dancing in kilts right <laughs> i have another question though this is completely off topic not not banana related have you ever uh used spider tech <laughs> i actually have tried so i never used it in a game but i did try it i uh i did my four years at um north georgia so you and did it at college. I, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I grad I graduated and then I went to um, Jacksonville State. And there was one day that we were throwing a bullpen and there was a couple guys messing around with it, obviously not wanting to use it. But a lot of people actually use it, I found out, to try and increase their spin rate so that their spin rate will be better once they stop using it, if that makes sense. Yeah, oh, so okay. it's kind of working was- on it's kind of working on like so fastball, for example, if you're throwing a four seam, you want that true backspin on it. And if you use stuff like that in a practice setting, it can help you feel pressure points on the ball. And then once you take the spider tack off and go natural, you can feel kind of that All pressure that you want. All those excuses that Garrett Cole was making about losing his spider tack, he actually should have been better after getting rid of the spider tack. So I actually, I actually tried it in one practice setting because a lot of guys were talking about, you know, I wanted to get that more true spin on my fastball. And I couldn't use it for the light. I couldn't throw a strike. I was terrible. I kept cutting fastballs. I was coming across a lot of fastballs. And it made me terrible in practice. And I was like, I don't know. There was a faction of players. I mean, I don't know how long ago this was or when it kind of died out. But I felt like there was a lot of faction of the major league hitters that were okay with the spider tech. Because when you got somebody throwing 100 miles an hour mid-August, you know, you want them to have control, and if it improves yeah. their control, then they're okay with it because they want guys to throw strikes, which I understood. But then you start seeing like the league average is like two twenty eight. Yeah, <laughs> you know, nobody Sorry. can hit anymore. Just a so. little bit on the dip side. Yeah. Oh exactly. man! All right. Well, anyway, so I gotta know just because obviously you come up as a as a baseball guy, baseball fan. You're from Georgia, right? Is that that's accurate, right? He's not a brave. I was I was born in Texas. Not a boy, moved, Texas boy, then, I like it. And then, and then I moved to uh, the Savannah area, like a city just outside of Savannah, when I was in like fifth grade. So yeah. I've lived here ever since then. Were you so a Braves a, fan? He's a Rangers or fan. Rangers I, I fan. On his body. Oh, Rangers fan. I would say I would say Rangers fan just by trade. Um, I I went to a lot of games and stuff. My parents took me to a lot. Of, I was really involved with the Rangers when I was there. Um, obviously being in Georgia for the past 17, 18 years, you know they don't really televised too many uh, Rangers games on TV. So I did kind of when I was up at North Georgia, you know, we're real close to Atlanta. Um, I actually played with one of my one of my roommates at North Georgia was Eddie Perez's son. Oh, nice. Used to, uh, so he was our catcher at school. So he would hook us up and we got to go to a bunch of like rain, our, uh, Braves games and go on That's like cool. BP and meet a bunch of the players because of his son. So I kind of you know, I, I feel like in a sense you have an affiliation to the yeah, to the World yeah. Series champion Atlanta Braves is what you're <laughs> yeah, saying. Yeah, but I would, I would I would 
I would definitely not say that I'm a diehard Braves fan. No, I did not get not did not get a ring. <laughs> I have I have one more question. Well, maybe several more, but definitely want to know. <laughs> one um, interesting ahead, conversation. Is the banana baby the same baby every game? It is, or is, it, it, is, it is a different baby, and we actually have a wait list like in the thousands. There's parents oh that there's, there's parents, there's, 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 parents, there's parents that find out that they get pregnant, and then like we'll try and get on the wait list and predict when their baby's going to be born. Oh, so, so you guys are absolute bro. psychopaths. Yeah, down there. Like, that's amazing. Like, they they basically like raise a baby up like fucking Simba, like Simba, like, like yeah. Simba <laughs> the banana baby. Right? Yeah. They so got the uh, the banana dads or the, the dad bod. Dancing team. Oh, dad, I bod, dad, bod, dad, dancing bod, team shit. dad bod cheerleading squad. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, oh what? God, Dude, sign it. me. You want to be on that? All right. So I, I want an application for the uh for the Savannah Bananas. Uh I don't even know. I'll even be on the social media team. I don't give a shit what, right? <laughs> Dave wants the dad bod cheerleading squad. In, uh I got a go. couple guys for that actually. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, we're excited to see the expansion to see if you guys obviously uh, move playing in Kansas City. That's going to be pretty dope. Uh, but hopefully, I mean, hopefully you guys can get over to the East Coast. They would absolutely eat you guys up, literally and figuratively. <laughs> so honestly, dude, it would be an incredible experience. But if that doesn't happen, you got the stroke down there. Get us a chop sports suite at the the paradise that Bro, you're at right now. Not even Show chop- the viewers at least where you're at right now because it's a beautiful sight. Look at this, ladies and gentlemen. I'm actually right. watching. I'm actually watching our rival team practice right now. So oh, see, look at that. You're getting some. Te- look at that. Look at that. It is a beautiful sight. I mean, that's just incredible. I'm ready. The stadium's ready and rocking. Get us a suite, man. We want to come down to Georgia and watch some Savannah bananas. Yeah. So we've actually got uh, big aspirations. I wasn't on the the premier team last year because I was still in college and it's guys mm-hmm. that are all out of college. Um, so last last spring, they did one city. They went down to Mobile. So they played in Savannah and they played Mobile. Um, if the trend keeps going the way that it's going this spring, obviously we're doing seven cities plus Savannah twice. Yeah, I was going to say, man, so, they're doing some traveling, a little traveling show where so we're, you bring we're banana ball about- to – Somerset, New Jersey. Here you go. Right? You go. That would be ideal. <laughs> We're talking about that. doing a bunch of a bunch of different cities in the future, and depending, I'm assuming that it'll go really well um, with like the they're calling it the Challenger Series. It's a part of the Spring Series, but we're playing a different team outside the Party Animals, so we'll see how that goes. Um, with the with the question about the banana ball rules, I could hit that. Um, yeah, basically, for sure. it's just it's it's like it's not Magic. your grandfather's game. It's still it's still a baseball game, but it's kind of um, it's tuned around speeding the game up and also obviously involving the fans to keep them involved. So it's kind of taken away from like the four hour game where people are just kind of sitting there like like our goal for every game that we play. We don't want anybody like on their phones except for like recording what we're doing. Like we don't want anybody like sitting there just like scrolling through, not being like where their feet are, right. for example. Um, so some of the rules that we've incorporated, um, there's no bunting because bunting sucks. It's not fun. Everybody wants to see a home run. Um, the hitter can't step out of the box. If the hitter steps out of the box, it's a strike. So in between pitches, if he steps out of the box, it's a strike. So like, for example, if I went first pitch fastball, second pitch, first strike, slider, and then he steps out after the second one, he would strike wow. out. Wow. Yeah, he strike out. Inflation um, of the stats. Ba- I love is it. Is it a backwards K too? Does he get the backwards it's definitely K? definitely a backwards K. I'm not, I'm not sure. There's a bunch of stuff that goes written down in our scorebook that I have no idea how they write it. Um, <laughs> there's no mound visits. So there's no – if if you guys get ripped out on the bro. mound, there's no, there's no going. I mean, you're out there by, by yourself. Figure it out. 
So if you run um, out of splitter tack on the mound, they can't bring it to right. you. Right, exactly. You're beat. Um, there's no walks. So a walk is technically a sprint. So if there's, say, it's a 3-1 count, I throw ball four, the hitter drops his bat, and he can sprint around the bases until all position players touch the ball. So we've kind of come up with a strategy. And actually, when we were in Montgomery, so he can run. Usually it's a double is usually what it ends up being. Some people get a triple if, it, if they're slow in the transition in the field. But actually, for the first I time in Mont- when, so when we when we played when we played in Montgomery, we actually had a bang bang play and had the guy out at second on a walk. Nice. So basically, so we go we go catcher to short, short goes to second, third, first. They're all kind of converging on second base, and then outfielders are crashing in, and we'll go center right, and then flip to left, and then left will put the tag on the bag. I got it. We got a comment coming in from uh, one of our viewers saying these rules might save baseball, <laughs> bro. Like I'm, I'm thinking about starting the dodgeball league. I'm about to start a banana ball league. Fuck all this, bro. At least like incorporate this into like a kickball setting. Oh, this is my incredible. mind is going a billion places right now. I can't um, the banana ball. We got my favorite one. We actually had it happen this past weekend when I was pitching in West Palm. If at any point, if a foul, if a fan catches a foul ball, that batter's out. We actually had that, oh and we actually we, we actually had it happen, and it, they make a big deal of it, like bring the guy on the field, like it's I mean it's, oh it's crazy, God. and it was super cool because it happened. I went like first batter of the inning, strikeout, and then second guy gets in there, first pitch, lines the ball down the right field line. Buddy makes the play and catches it just like that. I got two outs, so I love that. And you didn't you give him the old put out. Like, well, I, actually, I, I got I got down on the mound and started bound down. To <laughs> That's it was really cool because my my brother kind of explained it best. My brother is a huge baseball fan, like follows like my biggest baseball fan, and quote tweeted it. They put a video out on uh, Twitter of it happening. And my brother said something along the lines of like, whenever banana ball rules give you seventy five hundred plus fielders in the field when you're pitching, like greater than, greater than. <laughs> and I was like, That's actually like, really yeah, funny. Is that right? Can um, you ma- imagine if they make the last out? Has that ever happened? Make the last out of the game because it catch a foul ball? We had one in Montgomery. Uh, so we played in Montgomery about two weeks ago, and we were kind of the game was tied. So I'll get into the inning rule after this, but it was like the game was tied two points to two points. And it was a big inning. Like, there was a runner on second. I think it was, like, a 3-1 count. So, like, if we walk that guy, that guy from second is going to score. Right. Um, big situation, two outs. Uh, we're in the field. And pop up, 3-1 count, straight behind home plate. Buddy makes a play into the inning. Like, ends the inning. That's incredible. And, like, get, like getting your pitcher out of a jam. So, that was, that was really cool to see. They did, like, a big moment for him. And then um, the other two rules are each inning counts, yes. So, um, the home team always has an advantage because, say, if I go up in the top of the inning and I throw a uh, three up, three down, don't give up any runs. In best case scenario, if our leadoff guy comes in and first pitch goes Jimmy that's Jack, it. then he's over. And that's the, that's the end of the inning. We win one nothing, and then so I go back out there and I'm speeding up the game. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. So like the first inning, in theory, if I went three up, three down in like two or three minutes, and the then our minutes. leadoff guy comes up and hits so, a homer, we'd do a little oh, celebration, and it's over. In like just so I can get a better minutes. understanding of this, there really can't be more than one run per team per inning, or like only, there can only be nine runs a game. No, so no. We played, if you wait, we, we hits played. Four. We, oh, played we, right. we played a we played a five total points. So first one to five points in the two inning or the two hour time limit. If I went out there in the top of the first and gave up four runs. We would have to score five to win the inning, that inning, or the party animal. We'll give up a point, point for that inning. Yeah. Got it. I like so it. So the game isn't four nothing at that point. It's one nothing. 
it would be one nothing at the end of that inning. There's okay. also a question coming in from a Commander Carson saying, "Do you have fans calling off other fans? <laughs> like, so there's there's fan, there's fans. get out of here! I got it." Actually, you guys can see it right now. I hope they do it again real quick. I'll I'll turn the camera if they do it again. The party animals are practicing their their walk uh, routine to try and get <laughs> out. Complete strategy. This is incredible. They, so I have they, one question: Have you ever it. seen? Um, have you ever seen a team owner without his uh, yellow tuxedo? On? <laughs> And I don't mean that like wearing nothing, just like and anything that's Jesse else Cole. Besides. He's talking about the owner of the bananas. Yeah, that's I so have, funny. I have actually, and it's kind of hard to uh, recognize them as it is. Actually, we're about we're about to see it real quick. Here. We're getting live footage here. So we've got so we've got all nine position players out there, and uh -huh. we're gonna practice. So you'll see. I don't know if you can see it, but you'll see the yeah, outfielders. Yeah. You'll see the outfielders kind of converge on second. Shallow, yeah. So they'll go to second first. There he goes. Okay. Flip, flip the short first to left. That's interesting. Left Ooh, strategy right You're trying third. something new and now that you're watching this you guys have you can go and relay the information like guys by the way they go to left field first so if you can just haul ass you're gonna be all right like, exactly and incredible. then and then to kind of best wrap up banana land how we have stuff going on uh, you probably can't see it but that's our our head coach eric burns out there playing catch before our practice at, <laughs> at 12 45 today <laughs> that's incredible bro dude this has been uh really fun educational if people are out there uh wondering what the hell savannah banana baseball is all about we just got a crash course from kyle luigs bro dude this has been an incredible incredible time chris you got anything else before we let him get back out there and scout, I think this, I covered scout these party I, animals I, i'm trying to think i i, I the only thing that I didn't touch on was like, how do they do it with no ads in the stadium? I saw ad free stadium. You won't see one ad. In so the you're being funded. Ballpark. I mean, I, I mean, you probably don't know too much. Well, you do work for the team. So I, I'm assuming how the hell is this making ticket sales? I mean, that's that's really it right now. Funding a team. Uh, it's just kind of so the the one point that we didn't touch on um, our company name is fans first. Um, so that's kind of the whole general kind of overall goal for everybody involved, players, everybody in the front office, owners, president, everybody. You know, if, we're not going to do something if it doesn't make sense or if it doesn't put the fans first or make sense for the fans. Um, so they made that decision. Uh, I think that was that was actually as we went into COVID year, which is kind of crazy. Um, so obviously you lose funding with that, but it didn't make sense to they didn't want the the fans to feel like they were being sold when they got to the stadium. I love it. Sold too. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. So like they don't want look, them I mean, staring the, at all the that plan kind of is stuff. They want to because... see. They want they want them to see like what we're doing on the field and then paying attention to that. And at the end of the day, yeah, you might take a hit from an initial funding what you would get from all that publicity from all the sponsorships. But at the end of the day, like if you're good to your fans and you treat them first, you'll get those repercussions down the road and everything. Wow. Tell you what, man. Georgia, the, the, the South, they just that's better it. in the South, man. Because, look, right that's now. like very, that's very, um, <laughs> the opposite of short sighted, we'll call it. Yeah. You're seeing a long-term plan there and sticking to it because yeah. everybody, when they're starting out with something, they want to know how much they could make money is right away. And this, I think, in turn is actually turning out well for the yeah for the banana the fans the, the, the exposure within espn and just everybody covering the bananas baseball stuff it's just incredible you got fans in all of us we've all watched the, you know some of this stuff like i said i was sold i'm a pro wrestling guy at heart uh when when your boy came out there as uh sean michaels did the flex <laughs> and the smoke and that i was like bro I, I, I am tagging them right now and we're getting one of these guys I on the show do have one more question um how else? How can we see this? All this action? YouTube. Is it just social media? YouTube. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, so, YouTube. 
So they're they're broadcast. They used to do them on Facebook. Now they've transferred over to all the games are broadcasted for free on YouTube, as well as if I know that it would be a quick trip for you guys to make it down here this weekend. But for the first time ever in our history, we are going to be aired this weekend on ESPN. Holy oh, shit, dude! Yeah, nice, yeah, so that's, that's incredible, that, bro. Congrats, that's get really, some exposure out there. That's been really. Exciting. We would love that's to have a, you back on again anytime that you wanted to come back on. We're gonna probably be in touch and be you know you want to come on with some of your teammates. And I also saw talk, anybody in Banana Land. Yeah, is welcome on the. I Chop also Sports saw today. last night uh, one of our correspondents over at Chop Sports sent me a link. You guys got like mer- like polo merchandise through uh, the what was that company? Oh, R- uh Roosevelt's? Roosevelt, Roosevelt, yeah. My my roommate actually has a Roosevelt shirt of. I don't know if you've seen the clip he did. He did something last summer uh, during the CPL game, which is crazy because we don't really do a crazy amount of entertainment during the game in those games. And he announced himself coming to the plate, so he had a mic, and he said, <laughs> "That's like, incredible." He, he did his walkout, um, and he was like, "Now I'm coming to the plate, blah 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 blah." Number one, myself, Bill Roy, did that, <laughs> that big thing, and then like threw the mic, and then got into the box, and that went crazy on like ESPN and Barstool and stuff. So Roosevelt's actually did a shirt of him like walking to the plate. Uh, That's great. Himself, so. Yeah. So I, I saw the Roosevelt's thing. I saw the pole. I'm like, I gotta get that pole. Like it's literally a polo with bananas all over it. It's just like, yeah. it's incredible. I saw it. Like, do you guys have something going on with John boy media as well? So there's just a lot of coverage with you guys. And it's, it's incredible to see. I'm mean, very pumped for you guys to get on ESPN this weekend. So obviously Kyle, thank you, bro, for joining us here on the chop sports daily with Sturch and Gooch. And obviously we'll be in touch, man, because we want to, we want to follow the bananas uh, yeah, throughout the entire Good season. Shit. We really appreciate it. And uh, go bananas, go nanners, <laughs> go nanners, I like baby. I like that. I appreciate you guys for having me. It was awesome. Of yeah, course, man. Bro. So we'll, we'll be in touch. Thanks again, bro. Thank awesome. you. So dude, dude, that guy I'm is a stud. going to a fucking bananas game soon. No, no doubt. Oh, he's going to be like, where do you want to go this summer? I'm like, well, going to Georgia. I don't know if you watched <laughs> you the interview do the Disney, other day. Disney, Vegas, where do you want? Aruba? No, actually, if you have you seen how nice Savannah, I'm gonna Georgia? Start, is I'm going to start nice. sending her. I'm going to start sending her things like a winery. Like they have a peach orchard. You love it there. <laughs> you got to love it there. I know for a fact. Actually, my in-laws are from Georgia, so like I, I got some extended family down there. So I'll be like, listen. I wonder if I'm a bananas guy like now. The, you would think that I'm getting would be a hat like today, by the, the way. Savannah peaches, but they're the Savannah bananas. So they should actually come up with another rival. I mean, look at me. Look, look at, at you. Me. You're just a, a right? marketing guru. The Savannah peaches, but isn't that a league of their own? Or is that the That's Rockford? a Rockford, Rockford peaches. That is also the name of, uh, I believe, Scoop's uh, fantasy f- uh, baseball. Oh, yeah. It is. And I was like, Scoop actually had the nerve the other day in the chat to call my fantasy team terrible. Just so we're clear, Scoop. <laughs> Um, I'm third in the league in playoff percentage. You're actually lowest. Scoop, you're like second lowest. Dina, I mean, you're third lowest. I was lowest, but then I got a weird um text last night, almost almost right before bed, uh, say, you know, a little advice. And that yeah, was good. We are, you know, like the guy helps me out a little bit because I mean it's my first fantasy baseball league in like 10 years. The last one I was a part was like a roto league where it was like all season long. It was fucking I, I hate yeah, it. Yeah, I, I think it. uh league integrity is very important early on with a bunch of guys that haven't tried this format yet. And if I'm the commissioner, I'm gonna make sure everyone's team is Good, just not as good as mine. And we're playing with banana rules, by the way, going forward. So that was an incredible, incredible interview. I think yeah, the guy, the guy's a really I'm cool a, dude. I'm a big fan of the Savannah Bananas. I was before this. I'm an even bigger fan now. And I'm not even kidding. I really do want to make our way out to Georgia one day. And uh, Coming in the comments, Chris Payne goes, I want to go. I'll drive. So then, boom, 18-hour drive. And he's a cop, so he can drive like 120. Actually, you know what? You know what? You drive? No, actually, no, 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 no. You know what? I Once upon a time, 
Uh, we got from Rawway, New Jersey to Long Island, New York. And I feel like, I don't know, eight minutes. <laughs> like it was <laughs> the scariest trip of my life. And he's basically just yelling at me the whole time. Like, shut the fuck up, pussy. And I'm like, I am sorry. Like, sit on your hand. You, you know, so, I was just, like, okay. just so we're clear. Um, you're not first. You're last. Toast, toast is 62%. Uh, Kyle cares? is 61%. And I'm 59%. You're 55%, and that's like... I'm around the single digits. Dave's actually 16%. Oh, I went up. I was eight. Nick Lodolo, baby. Lodolo, baby. There you go. go. You get shelled in two starts, and you get sent back down to the money. Fine to me. All right. Anyway, again, special thank you to uh, Kyle Lewigs coming in here. Savannah Bananas, ace pitcher. It was cool to get an insight of what that league's all about because, again, I'm super interested and all that stuff. Uh, we did get some breaking news in the chat while we were doing the interview. Looks like Lonzo Ball's going to miss the rest of the year. So that's interesting. Uh, he was hurt already. But now he's, but now he's out. So it's out. not really changing much for the Bulls other than the fact that they're not going to get their guy back. All right. Well, it's been a show. It's been probably my favorite show that we've done maybe in a long time. The the, the look was wait, good. The, wait, what do we, we got? got some, uh, ah, we, we got, got some bets got coming some in from Kyle, coming. We got some heaters, baby. Bring them for on. For those that stuck with us all through this hour, we got the Here Jazz first half, minus 10 and a half. Jesus Christ. OKC is starting G League players tonight, so just give the minutes to their youth. Utah only a half a game up on Denver for the five seed. Yeah, so Utah pushed some, last night, by the way. We would have had a, a nice unit night. Um, Yeah, so anyway. We would have had a better night. I, I was plus units last night via Kyle's top picks. I was that parlay died like that. It was, and it's weird for me because I mean he doesn't like the parlay picks, but you got to put one out there. I understand that. Well, but, bro, it was like people. a sixteen he's parlay. A, he's a man of the people, but it's six teams. I was like, yeah. fuck, man, and, and it didn't even pay that much. It was like plus three ninety five. So those that's are the why safe, it was sixteen. That's why it's a sixteen. They were heavy yeah, and, yeah, and the Cleveland dropped immediately. I was like, well, that, that's done. Before I could even see like which games were still going on, I saw that the parlay was dead. <laughs> I was like, God damn it! But anyway, yeah. Usually, if you see a parlay on there that's that long, it's because it was really hard to find value in. Totally, I get it. Long. I get it, and and that's coming from Dina, who is literally in the lab uh, hey, as those picks are being. And Kyle, done. Dave, Dave, if you're still with us, Kyle, Dave is going to be in Alaska on Friday. If you'd like to come in and join. Um, yeah, we'll do some NBA stuff right here and if you want. we can make it happen. So let me know. But uh, so, yeah, big, big NBA closeout. There's only a couple games left. Uh, big UFC weekend coming up. So Dina's going to have her picks uh, ready to rock uh, for the Friday show as well. Yes, sir. A lot of stuff going on here. So we want to thank you guys for sticking with us throughout the entire duration. If you missed it, there's easily a way to just go back and watch that interview. It was a fantastic time. We want to thank Kyle and, of course, the Savannah Bananas for letting him do the press. I'm, I'm sure they're allowed to do whatever they want. But, yeah, I mean, like, we they were the ones that suggested him. This is true. They did reply saying, you got to go talk to this guy. I said, perfect, perfect. Uh, so we did that. And, of course, uh, thank you to Gooch for addressing st uh, Sticky Tack or st Spider Tack. I was like, I can't believe you just said that. I was actually very... I got my stomach sank a little. No, bit. bro, it's a fucking Savannah I get Bananas. It, I feel like they might have. He might have. There was a chance that he might have. And then been for like, him to be like, "Yeah, I've used he, it." He might have been like, "Oh, we actually have Spider Tech Day, so every pitcher gets to use Spider Tech <laughs> on kids, that day." Thirteen and under. Will I was also going to suggest Sign Stealing Day, where like you see Zach Granke <laughs> just giving the signs away, and I'm pissed off that I didn't get to mention it. Maybe the next time he's on, I'll ask him about it. So Zach Granke will give his pitches away and then throw the the pitch to the hitter. I feel like that's very Savannah Banana S. Uh, Sam Grasso asking if I'm going crabbing. No, I got a Wrestle Pro show out there, bro. It's our third year anniversary. I'm very excited. My flight's tomorrow night. Oh, you're not going to the, the Baltic Sea? What is that? Is I that don't know. <laughs> the fuck? The Great Barrier. In Alaska? <laughs> I will I will say this. I found out that uh, Toast is about 30 minutes from, from the here. Baltic Sea? No, from, <laughs> from where, where I'm fuck? staying. Toast, where do you so live? I could possibly link up with Toast for Yankees opening day. 
which is going down at one o'clock, which means it'll be 10 in the morning <laughs> over in Alaska time. So that'll be fun. Uh, but then next week I got Disney. Like it's just a, I'm a traveling nomad here. Uh, but anyway, for Sturch and Gooch and of course, Dina, great job today. And of course uh, we didn't announce that you went to the bathroom. Congratulations, but you did do that. So I'm just pre- basically so announcing wait, it now. Did. I'm so now, now I'm doing, did. I'm exposing your pee pee. Uh, wait, <laughs> Pause, Pause. Pause on that one. Anyway, your your trip to the bathroom, I should have said. <laughs> we'll call it, we expose your little Savannah banana. Hey, hey. with that being oh. said, it's been a show. We'll see you guys tomorrow. That's fun.